You know, every now and then I have to go outside and run the vacuum cleaner over the driveway just to make sure that my neighbors never talk to me. to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Madame Zeroni. And who was that? Did you read or watch Holes? Um, I read Holes when a long time ago in elementary school, and I hated it. Oh, I loved it. It was my shit. I didn't even... It wasn't even my school project. I think it was my little sister's. And I just read it. But, um... <laughs> Basically, she was a grandma that cursed the family because the son didn't hurry up to get water after she gave him a piglet. So. Gotcha. <laughs> She's a fun minority woman cursing white people. <laughs> I see you're ready with your Christmas cheer, with your, you know, deck the halls, which reminds me that Jacqui has a Christmas album. <laughs> I wonder if I'm saying his name right. I don't even really care. <laughs> but yeah, he has a Christmas album. <laughs> Aren't you excited? I did not care to know any of that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyways. Yeah, so I'm wearing a Christmas onesie today because I came home. Yesterday, the weather was so good. And I didn't expect it to, like, you know, switch up the script on us. So I came oh. home, because usually I don't keep my heat on during the day, and it's cold. So I put on a onesie. So now all of me is warm. And I have a blanket. <laughs> yeah, I checked. I I mean, come on. We live in the South. We know what this weather does. So it's like, mm -hmm. I was checking, I usually check the weather, like, well, I check every night, honestly, but I check on Sundays and kind of like plan my outfits for the week. And I saw mm -hmm. that like Monday was supposed to be like the high got, in, got to 70 something ish. Tomorrow's high is like 35. And it's like, you know what, guys, <laughs> make up your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't that's, that's why we stay sick like I mm -hmm. I like for my weather and my seasons to match I'm ready for it to be cold yeah. and just be cold but for Pete's sake just pick one like just pick one <laughs> like I literally wore no coat to work today I wore leggings and ballet flats <laughs> like mm -hmm. And tomorrow I'm going to be all bundled up probably with a scarf. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I don't know, I expected it to be like maybe 40s, 50s in the morning, and I hopped out. And the thing about it also is like I was looking on an Apple and it wasn't updated for the morning until I stepped outside. And I was pretty much dressed. Like I had a shirt and I had a jacket, but I had these like, they're like the perfect like jeggings for me because they're like okay. short inseam. So, like, usually my ankles be out, and my ankles are like, bitch. <laughs> it's cold. And then I could have had gloves today, and I would have been much more comfortable, so. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> the things we go through with southern weather. Southern right. winter weather, because in the summer, you know, it's just hot. <laughs> yeah. See, I could trust it. That's why I like it. <laughs> 
So toying in. But yeah, yesterday. Oh. No, I Are you gonna you, ask me what I was just gonna yeah, so just go on into it. I was gonna say, so this weekend my boo came to visit and we celebrated our third anniversary. Wait, this is exciting. Wait, wait. <laughs> I had nothing ready. Uh, I have nothing it's ready. Okay, it's okay. That is, it's not that that big is. Of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. But yeah, yesterday, because I live by the lake, so we went walked around the lake. It was perfectly fine. The weather was amazing. And today, the shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the day before that, we actually went to Fort Worth, which is like the ugly sibling of Dallas. Sorry if any of our listeners are from there. I'm sorry, <laughs> Fort Worth listeners. <laughs> it was just, we were kind of in like the touristy spots, and I just felt a lot of microaggressions there so um we went to this art museum it really is just like a museum where rich white people put their art that they owned and mm-hmm. when i say like every single employee was staring at us and i'm like there's other people in this room but they were always staring at us mm-hmm. and i'm like there's one time like richard was pointing gesturing towards something and this guy like hops out of the corner he's like don't get that close to the Alright, we don't want you to touch it. And it's like, we're not trying to touch it. Okay. And then there was another room where I was taking a picture of a different piece of artwork and I was putting my phone up, but this lady like hops out of nowhere and she's like, Don't take a picture of this one, the one that was in front of me. I was like, I wasn't going to <laughs> But whatever. Uh. So anyways. So that was the beginning of our Fort Worth experience and that definitely didn't make me feel good about it at all. And I then like we I'm, went I'm, to I'm, the store. I'm anxious just hearing you talk about it, like, ugh. Right. Then we went to the stockyards, which is, like, what they're big for, because apparently they had a lot of cows, whatever. Uh, longhorn cows. And Richard decided he wanted a cowboy hat. So we're in one store, and he was, like, looking, trying them on, and I turn around, and there's two MAGA, like, two rows of MAGA hats for sale. I look somewhere else, and there's, like, Trump pants signs and other Trump stickers. And I look in another quarter, and there's Confederate flags. So I'm like, we gotta go. <laughs> hey, we're and not we're not buying, buying shit, shit out of here. Right. <laughs> right. So we went to another place, and I really did scope it out, and it was fine. And he bought the hat, and the people were really nice. And then on my way out, I saw some mini Confederate flags, and I was like, they lucky. <laughs> they lucky I, know, I didn't right? see that, or else we wouldn't have bought shit from them either. But um, but the cows were cute. They're like long cords, so like I don't know how they don't run into each other. But I guess you know you have that instinct <laughs> when you're a longhorn. Oh, well, I'm glad y'all had you know yeah. other than <laughs> the obvious. Yeah, like I'm just glad anytime y'all can get together. I feel like I'm getting together <laughs> anytime he's in town. Yeah. <laughs> Where we see the cows, I was like, hey, you're taller. Can you, like, record this? And he's like, uh, let's experience it. And I was like, no, I want a recording because I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's real. But, Ugh, that got me working. I think there's some corners, like, because I think it's just very segregated. So I think there's some areas where, you know, black people are and be. And then there's areas where white people are. And they're not used to being around each other, which is not an excuse to be assholes. Right. You know. 
Right. Yeah. Maybe next time um we can ask like Twitter or ask like where's the where do the black people go? Like so we can <laughs> so we can play a safe. We're not going back. <laughs> oh, oh okay 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 but okay <laughs> so what are you doing this is a good tonight? idea for other places <laughs> um oh and the last important thing i had a popeye sandwich it was amazing <laughs> i cannot believe people fix their mouth to say it's better than chick-fil-a oh chick-fil-a is better because i know it it was amazing i i, I know it i delicious and then i is <laughs> right just <sighs> Anyways, shine up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a weighted blanket, which is also fun. <laughs> it may listen, that weighted blanket changes your life, okay? Mm-hmm. I just gotta like it's kinda like an edible. I just gotta have it when I'm not planning on doing anything. <laughs> listen. Some of the best sleep I have ever had, okay? Mm. So what are you drinking? Oh. This is a Shiner, which is a Texas beer, holiday cheer. And it's pretty good. It kind of has, like, cranberry notes. Okay. Well, I decided to be productive this week. So, for one, I did not realize that the factory, I'm saying factory, but it's really like a small shop that makes the Wicks and More candles is on the same road as my house. I've been passing mm-hmm. by this place every day when I come home from work, never knew what it was. So I stopped by there, and yes, I'm not going to tell you how much I spent on candles. <laughs> I went in there and went crazy. Like, crazy. <laughs> then I was like, okay, so I'm going to go to Hobby Lobby. I left work early. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go to Hobby Lobby and get some things. It was a zoo. And I'm like, it's the middle of a work day. Why is it a zoo out here? So I didn't even get out of my car. I just came on back home and I was like, I'll wait and go Saturday morning. <laughs> I got up early Saturday. Oh, and I got a, a Echo Dot. So I was like, Alexa, what mm. time does Hobby Lobby open? <laughs> and so <laughs> I, <laughs> I went to Hobby Lobby like early Saturday morning. They opened at 8. I was there by like 8.30 or whatever. I went to Hobby Lobby, I went to uh, Pier 1, I went to Lowe's, like, I was back at my house by 11 o'clock. Like, I did all of my <laughs> stuff, and then all of my friends who, like, went and did things later on Saturday, like, oh, there's a zoo out here, it's crazy out here, I'm like, yep, that's why I got up that morning, I had zero problems. Um, My only issue is, why do I like things that cost more money? it's not it's not okay so i bought garland to go over my fireplace mantle and it's like why can't i like the 14 dollar garland why do my eyes go straight to the 129 dollar garland and it just (laughs) it it didn't make sense so i settled on the 80 dollar garland which Hobby Lobby had a 50% off on all their Christmas stuff. So it was really $40. And I was still like, mm, I don't want to spend $40 on this garland. But then I thought about it. And it's like, if I get the $14 garland, which honestly was cute, but you needed to do some work to it. I was like, if I get that and then try to spruce it up, I'm going to spend more than $40 trying to dress it up. So just get the $40 garland and call it a day. 
what else did I buy? Oh, wrapping paper. And a cute little, like, decorative, like, tree. It's not a tree. It's one of those, you know, it's beaded, shaped like a cone, so it kind of looks like a tree. But, yeah. So, anyway, Mm -hmm. that was my weekend and my week. Tonight, I am drinking a whiskey ginger. Um, Y'all, I literally, so before each show, I basically just, like, what kind of liquor do I have in my fridge? And then I Google (laughs) cocktails to make (laughs) with that liquor. So, this is really just uh, ginger ale and uh, Jameson and a squeeze of lime. And it is very delish. I, you can do it with ginger beer as well, but I, I don't know why I didn't think to get ginger beer when I was in Kroger because I ran in Kroger last night. I just grabbed ginger ale, but anyway, it's it's very refreshing. Let's call it a ginger Irishman. A what? It's Jameson's Irish, right? Irishman. Mm-hmm. A ginger Irishman. Okay, sure. <laughs> because Jameson is an Irish whiskey, right? Yes. I was just yeah. calling it what the what the recipe called it. <laughs> but that's fine. I I'm creative. There, there you go. I feel there like you go. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Um so yes, this past weekend I finally turned on my Disney Plus app. Do you wanna know what the first thing nope. I watched was? No. No. <sighs> Okay, no. well, the podcast wants to know. No, they don't because it wasn't Everybody Star knows. Wars. So, <laughs> Wait, no. so it was oh, a Lizzie no. McGuire movie. <laughs> it was Lizzie McGuire. Like, that's where <laughs> I can really tell an age difference because it's like, I was so, like, I was never into Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> well, I like, I think I'm the same age or close to Hillary Duff. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> that's how that's how I feel when you be all into Star Wars and go pew pew pew. <laughs> I'm just saying we had a promotional going, which is still going, guys. We pick back up tomorrow. <laughs> don't forget to check us out. Well, I'm saying tomorrow, and y'all don't know when tomorrow is, but. <laughs> We'll start back on Tuesday. Um. Anyway, we'll be sure to retweet and repost the schedule. You guys can watch Star Wars with us and be ready. <laughs> so. Oh, and I also watched Queen and Slim. And it's a beautiful movie. Did you know the director directed a Formation music video? No, I did not. Yeah, that's kind of indicative of her like style. She kind of does like vintage, very colorful. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go I see it. Like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like embarrassed, crying. <laughs> I can't <Why>? stop. <laughs> I don't know, cause I I really don't cry that much during movies. So when I do, I'm like weeping. <laughs> I've had people roll their eyes at me so hard in the movie theater, and I did not care. <laughs> I had a friend, like, she was really, really nice. Like, nicest person I've ever met. And she was laughing at me how hard I was crying during the fall of my stars. <laughs> I was, like, sobbing. It's really bad. <laughs> anyway, do you have any TV thoughts before we move on to our current events? 
no, just tune in with us, um, you know, and get ready for the rise of Skywalker. I see it's interesting. I might Without having watched everything else. I've watched most of the important things. I just haven't watched the first three episodes. I don't think you know what? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna move along to current events. <laughs> Apparently, Steve Harvey is reviving his talk show for Facebook Watch. And I put it in the notes. I'm going to say it now. This was not my Kwanzaa wish. I don't know why. I don't know who is like, ooh, we really need Steve Harvey Facebook. On a TV show. It, it's Facebook. <laughs> it, is where, it, it, it is where it will do well. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> this is true. It's going to be a real auntie convention. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> You already know it. <laughs> Speaking of, I was saying Bath and Body Works Saturday, and that was quite the auntie convention. It was just me <laughs> and all the aunties. <laughs> Buy a body care. <laughs> Listen, I try my best not to have to go in there, but you know, y'all granny act like she cannot use like regular Dove body wash. She has to have <laughs> Bath and Body Works, and I'm like, the oil, the o- oil of Olay, the Olay body wash is like better than the bath. Like there's so many others that are better than Bath and Body Works, but no, she's like, I need my Japanese cherry blossom, please and thank you. Move for Facebook Watch. Like people got jobs. Like even like Red Table Talk. I'm like, how am I gonna watch this? I'm at work. <laughs> like, but you don't have don't to. Know. You don't. Have like to I watch guess you it. can watch it later. Yeah, but... you can watch it at any time. You don't have to watch then. And you know what? Just, the whites like Steve. Yeah. So, you know, I think I think he's going to where he will do well. I am not interested. I will not be watching <laughs> or listening. Because, like, for Red Table Talk, a lot of times I listen while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to a lot of stuff while I'm at work that normally normal people would be watching. But I just listen because I'm doing something else. I will not be checking yeah. Steve out in any shape, form, or fashion. And that's that on that, but yeah, I think I, I think he picked you know the right spot. <laughs> he knew his audience, and I love, I love that NBC was like, "Hey, we're just gonna do the Kelly Clarkson show instead." <laughs> oh, he tried to make it seem like this was always the plan. Like, uh, what was what right. was his quote? He was saying like that was always what they kind of wanted to do was to reach his audience anywhere and everywhere. That has always been the goal. That was his quote. Nigga, you were mad. (laughs) You were mad when they hired good sis Kelly. Like, you were livid and you were hot. Because this is not what you want. (laughs) So, like, don't try to spin it. (laughs) So, um, I guess Bette Midler finally did something right. <laughs> I still don't like her either. I, I just say she did in this instance she did something right. So basically, a couple weeks ago, Justin Timberlake was seen holding hands with a woman. Um, white tears commenced because it, everybody likes him with Jessica Biel. Um, I think to the point like where they, <laughs> he was like getting harassed for real. So he made a public uh, iPhone note apology, as they do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all don't have any other app that can like not 
tell on you that you're using an iPhone note, but whatever. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, so after you apologize, Bette Midler, I think she really was trying to get some, you know, clout. She was! This is exactly what she was doing, which is why I'm like, sit down. Exactly yeah. why. But, so she's like, so when is J- Jackson's boo gonna get an apology? Hashtag justice for Janet. Eh, justice for Janet. And it's kind of like, it is old, you know, the fact of it all is old. But at the same time, I just appreciated, you know, mm. a good rating of Justin Timberlake. <laughs> anyway, possible. She just, <laughs> Bette Mittler has ruined Bette Mittler for me. I used mm-hmm. to love her so much, and she has ruined that. And it's like, why are you commenting? <laughs> I mean, well, actually, I take that back. Because my first response is, why are you commenting on this man and his wife's situation? But you know what? Mm-hmm. He put it out there. So he put it out there for comment. So that's yeah. fine. But like, I'm pretty sure Janet Jackson would like for this to stop being in a topic. And it's like, right. yes, he should have apologized. He should have stood up for her. We get that. But you're pandering now. And it's like, Ben, yeah. just stop. Like, I, I right. just stop. Like, okay, I watched Hocus Pocus, okay? I did. I said I wasn't going to, but I did. Just stop, okay? <laughs> right. Oh, goodness gracious. <sighs> She's just a walking, talking white feminist. She is. <laughs> That's the best way to label it, don't you? Anyways. All the problems of white feminists afoot. Um, so, apparently Cal is now a youth bastard. And I thought it was super cute. It reminded me of, um, who was it? Mace, when he became a pastor. <laughs> I was like, do you know Jesus? Mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do. Ooh. I didn't have much to say beyond that. I just thought it was cute. <laughs> yeah, I always thought he was cute. Um, And, yeah. I didn't know that he was in that arena, but good for him. Good for Kale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yay for Kale. And Keenan is still killing out SNL. So I'm happy yes. for the both of them. So this is funny because it was literally in my backyard at Dallas. But um, this bank accidentally put $37 million in this Texas woman's <sighs> bank account. And her. The way she fumbled her bag was that she called her husband. Because <laughs> I would have disappeared. Never trust a, a man. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately called the bank and uh, they were like, oh, my bad. No, no. <laughs> and took back the money. I mean, do you believe, like, leave me just a small $500,000. Like, you don't have to. <laughs> Yeah, you have to be a whole million. (laughs) No. I would have... Listen to me, I'm lying. (laughs) I was about to say, I would have moved, like, as much as I felt like I could have moved without, you know... (laughs) And then when they noticed me, like, too bad, so sad. But that's a lie. Because I had... I I had the, the bank made a deposit, this was years ago, into my account, and it wasn't me. And what it was, was whoever made the mm-hmm. deposit, their routing number or whatever was like maybe one off of mine, not routing number, 
their account number was like one off of mine and they ended up putting it to mine and I did I told them because I felt bad like I wasn't gonna tell them at first because it was like 500 bucks and I was like young and broke and I wasn't gonna mm-hmm. tell them but then I felt so bad I was like what if this is somebody's like last like this is their rent money so I felt bad. So I did tell it. But I'm just saying, if you got $37 million to toss around, no, you straight. And it's a clerical error. It's not really somebody's money. I think if it was a, cl- I think if I noticed it and it was a clerical error, then that would be different. But this was back in the day when the bank would send mm-hmm. you copies of all your stuff. Like you may be too young. You might not mm-hmm. remember that. <laughs> but they used to send you. Like, at the end of the month, you would get back copies of all of your checks, copies of, like, your deposit slips. So, I saw it. It clearly wasn't me. Somebody else filled it out, handwriting and all. So, like, if it was a clerical issue, I probably would have <laughs> yeah, kept it. <laughs> um, and there's an article C more section. There's a cus- couple accidentally gets... 120k deposit accused of spending most on shopping spree. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed but, to yeah, do. Yeah, I guess like I mean, if you had 37 million dollars and you ain't did nothing in your life to have 37 million dollars, it's hard to be like, oh, this was meant to be. This is a blessing, <laughs> you know? Shit. At one time, I but, got a free TV from Walmart because they fucked up. And I was feeling really bad about it. And like I was consulting with Granny and she was like, Why are you trying to put a comma where the Lord put a period? And I was like, you know what? <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize you took a step. <laughs> So, you know, sometimes you just got to accept Lord's blessings. Don't be questioning blessings. Right. <laughs> um, I literally would be like, Alexis, set my out of office. So I would have been gone. Okay. <laughs> Pull that money out before they realize they made a mistake. And when they call you, be like, I don't know what y'all talking about, but hope y'all find it. <laughs> You know what? They can even have that money minus my student loan payoff. <laughs> I don't need that much money <laughs> just as a payoff. <laughs> Anyways, so last week, I guess, there is the cutest sleepover ever. It was Zoza Beanie, Toosie, Mrs. Universe. Uh, she is joined by Miss America, Nia Franklin, and Miss USA, Chelsea Christ. And I want to say it was Team USA as well. Kaylee. And they just had like a cute little black queen ass right? sleepover. And Ugh. I was like, Ugh. beautiful. <laughs> like, I wonder did they like wear their tiaras and their crowns all night, like while they ate popcorn and wore their sash? <laughs> like- <laughs> I imagine it was like, um, Princess Bride when she was having a bachelorette party and yes. she all the princesses. Yes. That's what I imagine. <laughs> yes. That's, not, that's exactly what I envisioned. In, including Julie Andrews flying down, <laughs> 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 flying yes. down the stairs in a mattress. <laughs> I am not ashamed but, of my love for the Princess Bride. Princess Diaries. I, mean. I read all the books. I never, the books. I never read the books, but um, I didn't know there were books. But, um, yeah. I also love Princess Bride as well, but. <laughs> yeah. 
So it was super cute. And they did an interview with Good Morning America. And I was just like, this is the best. I love this. Aww. So <laughs> this next one was hilarious. I think I just saw it on Twitter or something. I cackled like out loud. I think I was at work. <laughs> but um, a teacher's email says a black girl's black girl magic left her white classmates crying. And so the mom, Jacqueline, I don't know, the last name looks German. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> um, but she posted a screenshot of the email. And basically the teacher said, now it's showing me a UFC fighter. I'm trying to find the email to read. <laughs> um, I can't find it. Anyways, basically the little Do girl you want said, me to like, read it? girl magic. Yeah, if you can find it. Okay. It's like disappearing on my... She says, hello, Mrs. Washington. I'm writing you out of concern for an incident that we had in class today with Mariah. During our free playtime, Mariah was walking around the classroom yelling, I have black girl magic to her white female classmates. While we want Mariah to feel empowered, this made some of the other girls cry. I hope you will be willing to speak with her about this. I would have said shit. <laughs> Honestly, and it, you know what? It really doesn't even matter the age of the kids. This actually would have been a good teaching moment for the teacher. This would have been a good moment for her to talk about why black girl magic is important. I'm sure she doesn't care because um, based on the fact that she even had the audacity to send this email, I think I know what she looks like, but yeah, like, like this would have been a good learning opportunity to talk about how the whites have been trying to keep us down. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> now you know. Uh, yeah, so I thought it was cute. Maybe I would have told my kids, like, sort of not taught them, but I would be like, yeah, you do our magic. And I know. Basic ass kids. <laughs> like, but, and and also yeah. from the teacher standpoint, I just, I don't know, I don't know. Like once again, we all know, we all know who the teacher is, and I guess they just kind of handle things differently. Because honestly, yeah, I would have been like, "Girl, yes, you are." Not gonna move hands down, <laughs> and we're gonna move on with our lesson today. <laughs> like, yes, girl, you really are. You are all the magic. Now let's go <laughs> and keep it moving. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I think there are certain nuances that are not taught to teachers. Like in college, like I feel like they're taught like the subjects, but I'm not sure if they're taught like classroom you know, sensitivity, like emotional intelligence, things like that. And those, those even courses, conflict resolution. Those courses are taught, but um, you know, some people just have it you know, I, I come from a family of educators and just mm -hmm. you know, some people some people just have it instinctively and some people like me, I grew up in a classroom because everybody is in education. And so it's just, yeah, but those classes are taught. But you, you either have it or you don't. Yeah. yeah. Some things aren't, you know, teachable. 
I mean, her name is Mariah. She is named after the queen. <laughs> the icon. Butterfly. <laughs> like, Who finally got his tone down. All I want for Christmas <laughs> finally reached number one. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I can pat myself on the back for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh I'm just like, yo dumbass. So feds say that the Charlotte man sold eighty eight thousand dollars from Wells Fargo vault. Then flashed the cash on Facebook and definitely got arrested for that shit. <laughs> so I don't know and if I'm you like, could see could you see the pictures in the article of him? Yeah. Oh, cause I, mm-hmm. cause you know I move all my articles over to Good Notes, and so the pictures don't show up. So I didn't know whether you saw the picture or not. But he was like, <laughs> he had the money phone. He was doing all kind of yeah. shit, and it's like, what is wrong with you? All right. At the very least, this is some shit you said to your group chat. You do not post right. the shit on Facebook. <laughs> you right. work at Wells Fargo. You have $88,000 worth of money. You didn't think people were going to put two and two together? <laughs> I mean, my God. And then <laughs> posting stuff and posting captions like he ain't with being broke. It's just different shit. That's what it's talking about. Who carries that much cash with them? Have you, haven't you heard of a bank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has. He has. This how I I make this shit look easy, but it's a process. Yeah, it it was a process <laughs> of you stealing, <laughs> right? He started off small though. He started off at four hundred forty six dollars. You know, in some ways, I feel, <laughs> in some ways, I feel like that's smart. And then in other ways, I've always felt like, because you've always seen people on the news who, like, get in trouble for embezzlement, and it's like $5,000. And I'm like, bitch, if I get in trouble for embezzlement, mm-hmm. I'm not going down for no five motherfucking dollars, okay? $5,000. It's going to be some shit, okay? I'm going <laughs> I'm gonna pay off your student loans, my student loans. If I go down, I'm going down over big shit. <laughs> not going down over no little <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He he took him a minute, and I really feel like he would have got away with it. Dumbass wouldn't post this shit on social media. Okay, I'm mad at him for getting caught. Like I don't care about the money. I'm mad at him for getting caught. I'm mad at him for getting caught. (laughs) All righty, y'all. So we're gonna uh take a second and hear from our sponsors. Okay, guys, welcome back, and we're going to move right along to our Someone Something. So, I don't love the way this article is titled, but I was just looking for something that spoke about this. But, um, so Miss World was given to Miss Jamaica, and in some ways, Miss Nigeria's excitement about it kind of eclipsed her whole, like, yeah, idea. <laughs> Because this Nigeria was like, hey, Jesus. I mean, you love to see it, but yeah, it did. Because at first I thought she was the winner. I was like, oh, okay. And it's like, but no, she, it's not her. 
But I was just like, it seemed like a very classic Nigerian response <laughs> to me. <laughs> but yeah, she ran around, stomped her feet, <laughs> came back. She's like, you Miss World Girl. <laughs> like, because you know, but, because you know she was sitting there thinking like, if it ain't me, let it be the other black girl. Because that's how I am with stuff. Right. <laughs> like things that I have, com- jobs even that I've competed for, I've been like, Lord, I really want this job, but if it ain't me, I know someone to apply. I let her get it because she black. Let it be the other black girl, Lord, if it ain't me. <laughs> so it's like, you know. <laughs> you know that's what she was saying. Yeah, like, I feel like all of the pageant uh, judges got together and were like, we're going to give this to a deserving black girl this year. Because <laughs> all of it, it's a clean sleep. <laughs> I mean, this oh, I don't is probably just a reflection this is a reflection of what happens when you're honest about beauty and brains <laughs> and the talents. Who's going to win? We are. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. But I do love this Nigeria, though. I want to be her friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all want to be her friend. Right. <laughs> Why aren't y'all hype over me like that? <laughs> <laughs> we are <laughs> alrighty so we're gonna move along to our poor life decision for the week so uh, this is one of our <laughs> super favorite topics procrastination <laughs> Yay. but I had mixed it with something we actually love which is talking about personality types <laughs> so hopefully it's a little bit more you know I forgot the word that one to use. <laughs> Palatable. That's it. Y'all, I'm sorry. I'm sick. <laughs> Try to make it, but I'm sick. Uh, okay, so procrastination. Most of us struggle with it, at least to some degree, and are eager to find an effective solution. Some people procrastinate so much they're willing to pay people to nicely force them to get stuff done, a.k.a. me. <laughs> but why is procrastination such a challenge to combat? Avoiding your to-do list is a common problem that seems like it should have a simple solution. After all, we just need to motivate ourselves to do whatever it is we're putting it off, putting off, right? Unfortunately, it's not that simple. Our tendency to procrastinate has very little to do with willpower and self-control, thank you, and everything to do with emotion regulation, no thank you. <laughs> when we think about completing a task, we project how we'll feel about undertaking that activity. If we predict that it's going to be unpleasant, we procrastinate. So, there are different ways we're wired to procrastinate. Um, Of course, you know, emotions are complicated. Two people can experience the same emotions but have completely different triggers for them. So, Dr. Linda Sappadan, a licensed psychologist, noted that some people in my practice would discuss things they might want to do or change. Some of those patients would go on to execute those changes when others would find one reason after another as to why they couldn't do it. Uh, The observation led her to develop a questionnaire, which she sent to people around the country. Um, When she analyzed the results, she came out with six styles of procrastination. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So the first one is the perfectionist. What? I'm just saying no already. (laughs) Because it's you. (laughs) (laughs) 
The perfectionist procrastinator pays too much attention to details. They have high, such high expectations about themselves that they can't bring themselves to start a particular task or finish it because they fear that it won't be good enough. Sapanan advises perfectionists to try to banish shoulds from their vocabulary and try to substitute them with coulds instead. Instead of imposing unnecessary pressure on yourself, it's more like you have a choice. So I could go to the gym, and I, I should go to the gym. Time limits and constraints could also be helpful for the perfectionist who finds it difficult to finish a project. So, what do you think about your <laughs> your personality type, think, Chris? I think <laughs> I I do not think this is a personality type, but I do think that the time restraints and like us, like I'm I'm good with that. I need a schedule. I need a schedule, mm-hmm. and it definitely helps me to know like this needs to be done here, and it'll make me get over all of my hangups and get it done because as much as I will sit there and like worry about it not being good enough I also don't want to disappoint or let down whoever I'm supposed to give this to or whoever it's for Mm -hmm. you know so yeah I think that's very true that that really does help okay so next up is the dreamer it sounds most like me I was was like a perfectionist The dreamer procrastinator doesn't pay enough attention to details. (laughs) They may have aspirations to do or complete something, but they don't often have concrete plans to take the first step. Dreamers often use vague words like someday or soon. For dreamers, specificity? Specificity. (laughs) (laughs) I love it! to tackling procrastination rather than say I'll do something when I have the time. Sapodin recommends that dreamers make a plan to do one particular thing at a specific time on a specific day. If a task is big, make the commitment to do one part of that task a day. It's about telling yourself every day I would do that in order to move ahead to this particular goal that I have. Without setting specific goals, dreamers will never have the time to finish a task. Yeah, that was me in a two paragraphs. <laughs> so even like lots of things like unpacking, I've been half unpacking for like two months now. It's like, well, if I give myself a goal like unpack one box, maybe more things would be unpacked <laughs> someday. But uh, and also even like because I'm supposed to be writing this, you know, bestseller author uh, novel. I'm waiting. I think I've written like a couple of paragraphs. So, <laughs> and I have like kind of pie in the sky ideas. So right now I'm like, oh, I need to explore my character and see what she's like because she's not me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but at the same time, I'm like, I think I'm using that to procrastinate. So I think I decided that she's a Scorpio. <laughs> but okay, I, mean, I could start working on my writing and expanding the story and that like what color shoes she had on yesterday so so why scorpio um because i feel like she does things that 
are particularly like align with her values, but they screw other screw over other people. And gotcha. she's willing to do that. <laughs> that is yeah. very Scorpio. It was between a Virgo and a Scorpio, but she was a Scorpio. <laughs> Anyways. Uh so next one is the warrior. Uh warriors procrastinate by letting their worrying and overthinking tendencies take over their behavior. They tend to put off making decisions, often telling themselves that they're waiting to find out something. Um, the most important thing for warriors to recognize is not making a decision is in fact making a decision. They're choosing inaction and justifying it with their worrying tendency. Rather, they should try to change their worrying tendency. Rather than trying to change their worrying tendency, they should lead into it while they wait for something. It should focus on doing something else and moves the project forward. Next one is the crisis maker. Wait, I'm I'm the warrior too. I'm yeah, definitely the warrior can, too. Yeah, I think to some extent, like, like, cause I like I come up with ideas for really great events, and then I lean on, I try to wait for somebody else who come and, you know, be another person in it before yeah. I let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, you can do this by yourself. What are you <laughs> waiting for? You're just procrastinating. The next one is the crisis maker. Opposite of the warrior, the crisis maker is inherently optimistic, mostly about time and their own capacity. They're the ones who wait until the very last minute to do things, and they justify it by saying, I can't get motivated until the end. Also, <laughs> she didn't say this, but I will say, these are the type of people that were like, oh, I work well under pressure. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then pressure happens. and Yeah. <laughs> um, like the warrior, uh, Sapinen says that there is a way to tackle procrastination that leans into their tendencies. For starters, they can create that kind of rush by setting a timer and giving themselves X number of minutes to do something. Sapinen also recommends the crisis makers should switch from using feeling phrases like I feel like I'll have enough gas to get there to thinking words. It will be safer to fill up on gas now. I don't know. I think to some extent I'm all of these, but I also see this, especially <laughs> when it comes to my writing. <laughs> um, the defier. There are two types of defiers. Those who refuse to do things because they resist succumbing to expectations and those who say hey, they'll do something but don't <laughs> sap it in causes the passive aggressive the fire this latter sort of the fire tends to create more anger because when you say you'll do something but you don't people get upset for the fires sap it in recommends getting away from the reacting mindset when someone asks the fire to do something this fire needs to shift their mindset from reacting to someone to choosing to act. They need to stop seeing requests as or tasks as a demand that they have to defy. Next up, the pleaser. Contrary to the fire, the pleaser hates disappointing people. They find it difficult to say no, so as a result, they often end up juggling more than they can handle. Hello, my name is Dwayne. Have you met me? Know, right? <laughs> they find it difficult <laughs> to prioritize so they procrastinate because they have too much to do the procrastination solution for pleasers is simple but not easy to do they need to learn how to say no in a gracious way Saffron says 
they need to be comfortable saying things like, no, thanks for thinking of me, or no, I can't do the whole thing, but I can do this part of it, or no, I can't drive you today, but I can do it tomorrow. Please just also learn, need to learn to be comfortable to ask for help and ask, accept that they will not be able to do everything. Yeah, that's me. I, especially. And that's like, why sometimes I shy away from like, like ministry work and like, you know, all kinds of volunteer work. Cause I'm like, at some point I just get overwhelmed and then I just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not good. And you know. There's probably yeah. better ways to cope with that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Sapperton believes that one of the biggest misconceptions about procrastination is that it's a negative trait and that people who do it just don't care. It's a human trait, she says. Chronic procrastination can have serious effects, but for most people, procrastination isn't an awful and horrible trait if it's mild and on occasion. <laughs> Everybody mild procrastinates on, on something. Occasion. <laughs> uh, so, how much is on occasion right? okay, so what have we learned here it's like okay and I think what I gained most from this is just realizing everybody does it and mm-hmm. the best thing to do is figure out which ones because there may be more than one of these that hit you mm-hmm. and use the advice that's given to Work on that. Like, everybody procrastinates, but that doesn't mean to keep procrastinating. And it's not always okay. Because even those people who are like, I work best under pressure, fuck up a lot. Like, fuck up and not get the shit done <laughs> when it needs to be done. So, yeah. yeah. I feel learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest thing is catching yourself when you're doing it and just redirecting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, so we're going to move on to our favorite part of the pod, the Buy You a Dream. <laughs> Why are you looking like that? I was going to see, do you want to go first? You can go you first. Have something goofy. Okay, okay. I kind of do too. So, but... <laughs> I am buying a drink for one-piece pajamas and throw blankets. Because <laughs> mm, mm, <laughs> both of them make me comfortable. <laughs> Just the delightful. Season. Delightful. <laughs> well, I would like to <laughs> buy a drink. Don't talk about me. But the thing is, when I am not going to work every day, a.k.a. the weekend, I really don't eat like I should. I don't eat enough. I don't eat as often. And I just want to mm-hmm. buy a drink for popcorn because popcorn is that Ooh. girl. <laughs> I mean, Bye. it's like I will sit there and not eat. Like I ate Saturday morning, bright and early. And then I didn't eat again until Saturday night, but I waited until I got so hungry that I started feeling bad. And I was like, Oh, I'm mm-hmm. too weak to cook. I don't want to order out. <laughs> what can I do? Popcorn. And you know what I had Sunday? Right. Popcorn again. And popcorn <laughs> never disappoints. And it's so beautiful. And you can do so much to it. You can have jazzy popcorn. You can have sweet popcorn. My favorite right now is to use a little coconut oil and pink Himalayan salt. Mm, divine. Mm. Popcorn is that, girl. <laughs> 
I feel like when Scandal was the one that made me feel better about it, because Olivia Pope would be like popcorn, popcorn and, and wine. wine. <laughs> popcorn and wine like, that is my clearly, staple it's on tv so it's a balanced meal clearly <laughs> they wouldn't show it on tv if it wasn't a balanced meal Dorian. i can't say popcorn yes. you know what mm, that girl getting two drinks because i can't tell you the depressive episodes that popcorn has literally kept me alive because all i could do was climb out of bed pop popcorn and climb back in bed with my popcorn and wine <laughs> Popcorn is providing sustenance. I'm gonna have to add that to my grocery list because I don't think I have popcorn. Oh, I I'm never without popcorn. I'm never without popcorn. I have I have the microwave popcorn and I also buy the kernels because I like to pop my own and mm, mm, just wonderful, just wonderful. (laughs) Oh, I almost skipped my um I almost skipped my last cleaning appointment teeth cleaning appointment. And I ended up, because I really didn't feel like going, I was like, oh, I'll just do it mm-hmm. another time. But I had a huge popcorn hole, like, stuck in my gums. <laughs> so once again, <laughs> popcorn making me make good decisions. Popcorn was like, fuck that poor life decision. You need to go on to the dentist and get your teeth clean so you can get this hole out. <laughs> mm, I really, like, because I'm thinking, because I had truffle salt. That would be good with the popcorn. Mm. When I was in elementary school, we used the we we made one of those popcorn strings to like decorate the Christmas tree, and I got in trouble because I was sitting at the end eating the popcorn. All the little kids' nasty hands had been all over that popcorn, and I was just sliding it off the string, just eating it. Cheers to popcorn. <laughs> good times, good times. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Zoyan, why don't you tell people how they can get in contact with us? Okay. So, we are on Instagram. It's Poor Life Decision. One decision because we're changing them one at a time. One at a time. Um, also, one word, just like the Etsy page, which is also Poor Life Decision. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, we are PLD Pod. Chris keeps it lit with the tweets. Y'all, please go watch uh, Star Wars with her. So she'll stop asking. Da, 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 da. <laughs> 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 now, like, because the thing is, with our posts, she had me play this, like, trap music version. So now I hear the normal version. I'm so disappointed. Like, <laughs> where's the beat at? <laughs> Where is it? At? <laughs> we keep waiting for the beat to drop. <laughs> right. I'd be prepared and then it's like, no. Um where else are we? Oh, you can always email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Uh, we don't bite and we love your messages. So give us a shout. Um tell us who you wanna buy a drink for or you know, yes. poor life decision you wanna yes. focus on. Um 2020 is coming around the corner, so we'd love yes. to you know, get on our shit. 
(laughs) Be sure to go to iTunes and rate and review us. We only want five stars. Those others do not work. Leave us a great review and we (laughs) promise we will read it on air and you will be pod famous. There's nothing better than being pod famous. And also... I just encourage you to check out the Etsy shop. Let me tell y'all, I know y'all not through Christmas shopping. I know you're not. And that poor life decision mug, that mug is perfect for anyone. You can use it at home. You can use it on the job. Listen, check out the Etsy shop. Get your last minute stocking stuffers. I know y'all have office Christmas parties. Get your last minute office Christmas party gift. Check us out. And... If you are on a budget, you could just give your friends the gift of poor life decisions. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's right. I care about you. You make poor life decisions. Right. Poor life decisions. It's funny. (laughs) They tell good jokes. Right. Oh, what better way to show your love? I forgot one pop culture thing that I have to say. Sure. Uh oh, I'm scared. Rihanna got this damn Amazon documentary. <laughs> <laughs> but no fucking music. Everything but the damn album. <laughs> I'm trying to be patient. I'm trying. I'm trying not to harass her. I'm trying to respect her. I'm trying. But it's so hard when she does all these things right up in my face. And it's like she's saying, fuck right. you in your ears. Like, I don't care. It's like she's saying she don't care about us and our listening pleasure. Like, I want a duddy wine during Christmas. How can I do that without my new Rihanna album? Oh. We love you, Ree. Please give us some music. Please, we're back. <laughs> I'm going to be so thankful for this music when it comes. <laughs> she probably just pushed it to 2021 now. <laughs> I know, right? Every time we ask, she just push it on back. Mm. All right, all right, all right. All right, we, we, we get it, Ree. We get it. We get it. We got to let you do it in your own time. So, guys, be sure to drink your water. Take your meds. Julian found her sunscreen. She's going to use it. (laughs) We hope we brought some laughter to your week. And we hope that we helped you figure out how to stop procrastinating and finish up that project you're working on. And guys, thank you for tuning in. We love y'all. Take some vitamin C, some emergency. Avoid these sick kissing niggas. My bad, I've been unfair to you. I play me for a fool. If it's between him or you, you're the only one I choose. Real one.